What radio, the music you want. With your host, he's Dan. Wow, the infamous? Infamous? Radio What? What's up, party people? It's Keys Dan with RadioWhat.com, DJLittleRock.com, coming to you live in a living color from the Radio What Studios. And this is my podcast, What Makes You Famous. It's kind of an extension of the online radio station that I've been running at RadioWhat.com. And if you need DJ services, DJLittleRock.com. My shows this week... On Thursday, I'll be at the Old Post Barbecue in Russellville, Arkansas for a video dance party, karaoke jam from 6 to 9. I encourage you, if you're in the Russellville, Arkansas area, come out, sing a song, and have some good barbecue. Hang out with your friends at the Old Post Barbecue. On Friday night, I'll be at the Rab in Conway, Arkansas. Come out to the Rab. They got pool tables, a full bar. Hey, but I heard it's a dry county. Yeah, we got the alcoholics to prove it. It's the Rab on Friday night, a video dance party, karaoke jam. Come sing with your friends and have some fun at the Rab in Conway, Arkansas. And then Saturday, all day, I'll be at the Heroes and Angels Comic-Con in Sherwood, Arkansas. Come and check that out. It's a good time for a good cause. They're taking care of the kids that have cancer. And their families, because, you know, when a kid has cancer, that means that at least one of the parents has to take off work and take care of that kid full time. So that becomes a little bit of a financial burden. So the Heroes and Angels Comic Con helps to to alleviate that burden, at least in this area. So come on out. I'll be the DJ at the after party. And uh, it's going to be going from 10 until 10 in in the p.m. 10 in the a.m. till 10 in the p.m. And I'll try to be there as long as I can. But definitely I'll be there for the after party. That starts at 5. Heroes and Angels. That's this Saturday at the Sherwood Forest in in Sherwood, Arkansas. So come on out and see me. Today on the program, Murder Doll Ivy. No, no, don't turn it off. Don't turn it off yet. She's not a murderer. She's somewhat of a doll and her name is ivy (laughs) murder doll ivy all i know about her right now is she's a real nice lady i've been following her on the instagram and the facebook and i get to meet her this weekend at the heroes and angels comic-con so let's get into it with murder doll ivy find out a little bit more on the what makes you famous podcast if you want to tell your story on what makes you famous i encourage you give me a call at 501-470-6386 or email info at radiowhat.com. Let's call Murder Doll Ivy now. Hello, Murder Doll Ivy. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> it's Keys Dan with the What Makes You Famous podcast. I just realized I have no idea what to call you. Should I call you Murder? Should I call you Doll? Should I call you Ivy? Or do you have it's a real Ivy. name? <laughs> it's Ivy. <laughs> it's Ivy. It's actually Ivy. See, I've been known as yeah. Keys Dan ever since I lived in the Florida Keys. So my name is Dan. <laughs> Oh, see? Isn't it great the way that works out? Yes, it's easier that way. That way I I won't forget my name. I'm noticing a little bit of a Spanish accent. You sound like my Cuban half of the family. Uh, Puerto Rican. Puerto Rico! The shining star, baby. I like to live in America. (laughs) Exactly. No, I've been in the States for about seven years now. Very cool. I still have my accent. All right. All right. Let's get into it. Yes. Uh, You were born in Puerto Rico? Yes, I was born in Puerto Rico, born and raised. What part of Puerto Rico? Uh, San Juan, the capital. Right in the middle. I'm a city girl. Oh, she's a city girl. Forget (laughs) it. You can't get her in the country. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) Well, I actually live 
far from the city here in Orlando. I lived in Orlando for about a year. What part of Orlando? Yes. I live by not not downtown Orlando, but East Orlando, far away from, you know, the city. (laughs) Yeah, but you're in Orlando. I was in, uh, uh, well, I was in Valencia, I guess. It was uh, Summer Walk Square in that area. I worked at a Bally's up there, and then I worked on the radio at 101 Jams. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, did they do you do you listen to one hundred and one jams up there? Um, no. <laughs> I, I remember when I was working there. It was uh, the tagline was, "It's sticky." There's jam on it. One hundred and one jams. <laughs> <laughs> Orlando. Now, oh you know, I remember it being so packed, so tight. Because I, I remember I, I I worked at Church Street as well at a club called the Edge a big club. Uh, it was like a big warehouse in the middle of Orlando called the edge. And I remember this is in 1994. Uh, Shaq was still on the Orlando magic at the time. And I remember, oh, oh, wow. and, and at that particular moment, uh, uh, Kurt Cobain had just died. So all the kids were wearing Kurt Cobain shirts and, and really getting all grunged out. And I was playing some grunge music, but I remember that particular day, that Shaquille O'Neal came up and all you saw over this crowd of kids was a head, just a head <laughs> going over. And this big tall man comes up next to me in the DJ booth and he says, Hey man, let me get that microphone from you. I, I want to do a little rap. And at that point, at that time he had a, a, an album out called, I know I got skills. And the only thing I remember about the rap was, I know I got skills. I know I got skills. I know I got skills. <laughs> That's my interface with Shaquille O'Neal in Orlando, Florida. But enough about me. Sorry. This is about you. Now, I know that I follow you on Instagram. I feel like a little bit of a stalker. I, 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 find, I follow you on, on uh, Facebook as well. In fact, I just realized I had not put a like on your page. I know you're a great cosplayer. You cosplay men and women. But bef- before yeah. that, you were, okay, you're from... Puerto Rico when uh, mm-hmm. I, and you've been you lived in Puerto Rico your whole life yes okay well uh, did you you went to high school there yes okay I went uh, to college. Yeah, uh, and college very cool she's a very yes. educated woman <laughs> and uh and spoiler alert she's a teacher a school teacher <laughs> yes yes Not I like anymore. teachers Hey, well, I like teachers. Oh, if you do something wrong, they keep they make you do it over again and again and <laughs> not, again. Not anymore. And not anymore. Okay. All right. All right. We'll get into anymore. that. Uh, let's see. So back in Puerto Rico, you had a lot of friends or what kind of activities did you do in Puerto Rico? I had a lot of friends. I was married and I had two kids. Hooray. Um, and yes. <laughs> So I used to go out a lot just to explore nature. I like to go to the mountains. I study a little bit of biology in college. So I really like to go on hikes and go to the beach. So I used to do that a lot, like almost every weekend. So, yeah. So tell me a little bit about Puerto Rico. Sadly, I've never been. I've always wanted to go. And, you know, and I I know... Well, politically, they always feel like outsiders. The, the Puerto Ricans always feel like, hey, if we're part of the United States, how come we don't get any more rights from the United States? Come on, yeah. people. But that's a, another struggle. Yeah. I, I don't like to get too political, but maybe you can give me some insight <laughs> on, on what, how, how is it in Puerto Rico? Um, I love my island. Yes. I left because, you know, the job situation wasn't good enough for me and my kids. What year and was this? The whole situation. Um, 2012. So 2012, and things aren't going well in Puerto Rico. You had finished school, uh, you had some kids, and then you were like, that's it. I gotta get out of here. Yeah, I, I, I'm a very peaceful person, and I couldn't deal with, but what's going on, the criminality started, like, getting worse, and it's, it's okay, 
okay. It's not that it's not terrible. It's not like other countries. But for people like me that just go to work and have two kids and just keep it to yourself, it wasn't it wasn't my my ideal place to live. Okay, so it's a, a San Juan became a a tough town, uh, a little bit of a struggle uh, to, to uh, for yes. you. Yes. Okay, and, and I had a I, I had a good job there. Yeah. Um, it's not that I was jobless or anything. What kind I of work were you doing there? Better. Oh, teaching. <laughs> you were a school teacher. All right. Like, uh, what grades were you teaching? I'm an elementary school teacher. I have a master's degree in preschool and a bachelor's degree in elementary. Very good. Get them while they're young. Train them from a young age for sure. That is, yes. I mean, because by the time they get to high school, they're carrying weapons, and that's bad. That's bad, I tell you. Oh no, no, no. <laughs> I can't. I have a high schooler, and I can't deal with high schoolers. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So, all right. So, we. Uh, by the way, you're speaking. Sadly, I think uh, you were a single mama at this time. Um, not not right now. I'm married. No, I'm remarried. No, no. I, I said at at two two thousand twelve when you got out of Puerto Rico. Oh no! I moved here with my ex husband. Oh, okay. So the situation was good. Out. Oh well. Sometimes things don't work oh, out. Yeah, I get yeah. it. Okay. I haven't been single for too long. <laughs> well, no. I suspect not. You're a great person, as far as I can see. Uh, so. Oh, no, no, for sure, for sure. I mean, every every instance, every uh, person I talk to you, talk about you. In fact, I talked to Brandy uh, Bullock about you just the other day on the podcast, and she, we are very excited to to see you this weekend at the Heroes and Angels. And I I know we need yes, to make, I'm so make excited. yes, we need to make mention of that that you're traveling all the way from Orlando to Sherwood, Arkansas. Sherwood, Arkansas. Where's that? What? <laughs> In the middle of Arkansas, what's this girl from the the middle of paradise in Orlando coming to? Well, another <laughs> paradise because your your world will turn from. I know Orlando is far away from the ocean, and people think that everywhere in Florida is so close to the ocean. But when I lived in Orlando, it was an hour away from Daytona. It was so far yes. to get to the ocean, so I had to move back down to Miami and the Florida Keys just to be near the water. But oh and, I, and I remember Orlando, very hot in the summer, very cold in the winter. So cold. Yes. Oh, my goodness. And, and I just I, I, I got to get out of here. So it took it took about a year for me to get out of Orlando. But I hope that we treat you right here in Sherwood, in uh, the Little Rock area, because it's very green. When I lived in, in the Florida Keys, it was very blue. And then I moved here to Arkansas. It's very green. I travel to Arkansas every year. Hey! That's that one of my favorite states to travel. That I is have so family cool. There. That is, well, you have family here? Um, yes, it's my husband's family. But, you know, it's my family. <laughs> um, so they live in Hot Springs. Oh, that's so that's cool. Where you, we usually go. Yeah, Hot Springs is great. Um, the first time I went there, I jumped right into the uh, into a fountain. I put my feet right in, and, and then I found out <laughs> that it was frowned upon. You probably shouldn't do that. You know, there's hot, oh there's many hot baths, but it was so warm. It was so nice. I just took my shoes off and put my foot right in there. And they have an amazing buffet that I always go, and I'm I'm sad that I'm not gonna be any anywhere close to it <laughs> oh no that's true hot springs is I about like two hours eat. away from where we're gonna be yeah i love to eat so. <laughs> oh my goodness who tell. doesn't i i think eating is an essential part of life these people that fast it's it's craziness it, it is it's it's insanity i i believe and that's my unofficial yeah. diagnosis <laughs> all right <laughs> so we get to we get to orlando in 2012 what do we start doing mm -hmm. I I kept teaching here. I was teaching preschool here. Preschool. And I taught. <laughs> yeah, I, I loved it. I love teaching. It's just I like got sick, so I have to stop teaching in 2014. Oh, I hope and, you're I hope you're better now. Um, they finally discovered what was wrong with me <laughs> this year. Oh, okay. So I'm getting I'm getting better. 
Oh, like aches, pains? I'm sorry? Like aches and pains? What What are the symptoms? Um, I have um, what we thought it was anxiety and depression, and it was attacking my body, yeah. like physically. Uh, my anxiety was like affecting my stomach, and I was like getting really, really sick. I couldn't eat anything. And it's not that. It was, I have bipolar depression. So they finally found that out this year. And I'm getting the right medication now. Okay. Well, here's something we can delve into. Tell, tell me a little bit more about what bipolar depression is. So um, it's a chemical imbalance in your brain. And being bipolar means that you have you don't have like a gray zone. You are either depressed, sad, um, no, you don't have energy, or you go into your manic phase, which is your hyper phase. Yeah. And there's, there's no happy medium. You either go from one to the other. And it was affecting my mood, my family. Um, I was mostly depressed. My, my bipolar Outsided more and depressive, and that was affecting my my whole body, everything. Now I've I've heard of people called manic depressive. Is this what you think you might have? Um, yeah, it's that's that's what it is. But mine is not as manic as you think. Uh, yes, I get bursts of energy, but not as often as the depressive. Oh, right. and how is this able to be treated? Um, I'm take, I'm taking the right medication. I'm taking vitamins. I'm taking. Uh, I was diagnosed with anxiety and depression, so I was taking anxiety and antidepressants, and and it it wasn't helping. So the, now I'm taking anti-anxiety and so the antidepressants and my the medication for bipolar disorder. And that balanced everything out. It has a lot of side effects. Like game weight, that's like, I'm more to love. I'm more curvy than usual. Um, but it's, it's, it's good. I try to help people. I belong to a group here that try to help people with depression and anxiety. And that's actually what I like to do. Encourage others that are going through the same thing. Because it's not easy. Especially if you're undiagnosed. Yeah, now that's that's something positive that you turned out of a negative that you're you're able to help someone else with a similar with a similar uh, problem or a similar situation, yeah. and, and that and do you yeah. have groups that that you go into or or do you have people that you talk to on a regular um, basis? Yes, is that cosplay group called Florida Cosplay? What, say it, what's the name of it? Florida Cosplay. Florida Cosplay. Okay. And that's what we do. We recruit other cosplayers, and we're a big group of uh, different type of cosplayers, and we all have some kind of depression or anxiety, and we share our stories. We try to help each other, encourage each other. We guess at different shows and try to encourage other people by talking, by doing panels, and through art also. That sounds like an amazing group of people. How many people are in the Florida cosplay group? Um, cosplayers, about 30. Wow. And there's also artists, graphic artists, canvas artists, writers. And how often do you meet throughout the year? Um, we do video chat, and we every time there's a convention, they're mostly from South Florida. So there's a, if there's a convention there, we meet. And we work together. Oh, that's great. Now, is there an online presence that people can get in on to meet up with the Florida cosplayers? Uh, yeah, there's a Facebook page. It's Florida Cosplays and FloridaCosplay.org. Uh, Florida Cosplay and for FloridaCosplay.org. And that could help out yes. quite a few people. My goodness. If you're suffering from depression and you don't know where to turn or, or just you cannot manage it. Uh, please get in touch with the Florida cosplayers. Maybe you can steer your your mind into a, another 
another manner to to make you feel better. Is, is that what yes. you're you're trying to do? Yes. Okay. That's what we do, and it helped me a lot because I even stop. I I paint. I like to paint canvases, and I stopped doing it. And they encouraged me to start painting again, okay. and that's great. So I'm looking at the the Florida cosplayers group, and it looks like there's a a, a a banner of a lot of, of different cosplayers. Is that the right group? Um, probably. Well, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just don't, don't have the page right now. No, um, that's okay. That's okay. Well, I'll, I'll definitely try to put it in the show, in the show notes and, and the show links and, and put, of course, the links all to, to you, but other, okay. So since 2012, you've been doing this kind of, all right. You, you started teaching and then you got out of teaching when? In 2014. 2014. I, I lasted two years here. Yeah. Um, and 11 years in Puerto Rico. So a total of 13 years teaching. Well, and then dealing with children, all, you know, all day on a day-to-day basis uh, with uh, the type of... Uh, have you always had these these uh, ailments? Um, I was diagnosed the first time in 2008. Oh. And that that was the time they, they diagnosed me with depression, but it was like on an, an on and off thing. And like that year, 2014, actually something triggered it. And I was having a hard time for last year. Do you have an idea of what that possibly was? It's just chemical. It just is chemical. chemical. It's not. It's nothing you ate. It's nothing you did. It's nothing in the air. It's just chemical. <laughs> no. Wow, you know, and, no, and, no. Oh, and 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 I know you said the doctors cannot get get a hold of exactly what it is. No, the, the last year, uh, like December, the doctor said that I should have a blood test, and that's where she figured it out. And nobody, nobody did that before. Oh my goodness. So you finally got some mm-hmm. some kind of 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 uh, of cure uh in you know mm-hmm. just last year. Yes. Oh, well fantastic. That's a nice doctor in in Orlando then, I'm guessing. Oh, she's amazing. <laughs> I'm so glad that you found her. Jeez. <laughs> that's that's wonderful mm-hmm. news. So you feel like you're in good good shape now and so what are you doing? What, I'm great. What are you doing for for a living or for hobbies or for? I I do cosplay full time. I'm a stay at home mom and do cosplay full time now. <laughs> Excellent news. And, and how often do you do you get to cosplay? Oh my god! Here in Florida, there's almost a convention every weekend, so I cosplay very often. Like. I had a convention not this weekend, the weekend before, and where was that? I'm going to Orgasa this weekend. It, it was UltraCon in South Florida, and then I have another convention in May. I have another one in June. I have like three in July. So, yep, okay. at least three conventions every month. And is this something that that you can make money on, or you just do it for the love? Uh, both. Okay. Well, Sometimes okay. If a cosplayer is trying to get into this and possibly, I didn't know that, that you can even make it a career it is, uh, how would somebody get into this uh, cosplaying for a living? Um, first I have a very, very loving and helpful husband. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Good to have a steady home life. Yes. Well, we, we recently bought a house. So, um, congratulations. Thank you. Um, and and I also saw my paintings, so that helps. You have oh, and you have I, art as well. Yes, I do art. We'll I, definitely I get into that. Accessories. Yeah, so I I sell my stuff online, and that helps with like smaller stuff. But like doing a career, it it's it's not from one day to the other. You have to build it slowly but steady and in my case is because I'm here at home all the time and with what I sell I also buy my supplies 
and I have a lot of good friends that buy me stuff. They send me, you need a wig? Okay, here's a wig. So they help me with my cosplays also. Wow. And this is something that you can do from home? Yes. And you have a studio set up at the house? Um, at the new house, we I will have a studio. I'm moving next week. Congratulations. I come back to Mark so uh, up till now, where have you had to do your, your cosplaying? Uh, and is this mostly uh, taking pictures or videos or, or going to different conventions? How is it that someone makes money off of this? I do a little bit of everything. I do, um, right now, my studio is my dining room. <laughs> so okay. I, I used to do live videos on Mondays, which uh, on Twitch. So I was transforming myself in different characters. Hey. And people like those pictures. They also buy those pictures, which is awesome. Um, I have like different products. Like I used to sell hair, hair accessories of my own paintings. Um, the paint. You, you can also create different armor or different cosplays and do commissions. I've done that before. So, so yeah, you can so do people your own business. So people ask you to, to do a different cosplay and they pay you to do that? Yes. Wow. Okay. Uh, I've done, I done it for my friends. I'm very picky on who I do commissions for because, you know, you can't please everybody. and Some people are more picky than others. So, I done, for example, Valkyrie from Thor. I did it for a friend. I did a Deadpool, Deadpool um, suit for another friend. Yeah, I noticed on your banner that you do men and women uh, cosplays. Oh my god, I love that. <laughs> that, that is incredible. I, I saw you you were doing a, a one a Johnny Depp uh, from the Pirates of the Caribbean. Yes, I, I was. That was out of nowhere because. Two of my friends were in my house, and I'm like, I'm bored. Let's make, let's do some makeup. And I started doing that makeup out of nowhere, <laughs> and it was really funny. That is cool. Yes, I, I see that. You do. <laughs> well, okay, I see one from Friday the Thirteenth where you did a, a, a Daphne, and then there's Freddie in the middle. Oh yeah. <laughs> now, does your husband get involved with the with the cosplaying as well? He's my photographer. That is great. That is great to have that right in the house to that someone to support you to to take the pictures because I know that a big part of this cosplaying and and making money off of the cosplaying is the photos themselves. So if you can find a really good mm-hmm. photographer and marry him, that will be the way to go. <laughs> I didn't marry him for <laughs> sure. You didn't. Sure, you didn't. He's very talented. I can tell. <laughs> yeah, you can brag thank about you. him you can brag about him he takes really good pictures of you thank you he's very easy going and he lets me be myself and that's that's good because that's one thing about cosplay don't change who you are like yes you can be a different character but always be yourself okay treat everybody I'm glad I'm glad you qualified that. Don't change who you are because you are ever changing. I'm counting in one panel, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine different cosplays, and that's just in one picture. That's a collage. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and how often do you change cosplays? Okay, or we'll tell uh, what are your your cosplays just from this year? Um, yeah, and I have a bigger list that I haven't finished. <laughs> but it's like I have a I had a good childhood, so I watch a lot of cartoons and I still watch cartoons. Okay. And when I like a character and I identify with that character, I like to become the character just when I'm dressed up obviously. And I like to make voices oh. and do like do re- do weird voices. That's cool. And Okay, so what was your favorite cartoon growing up? I love... I'm sorry, I'm outside. No, that's okay. Um, and the, the car is just driving by. I love the Ninja Turtles. 
and I love Transformers and I love uh, Silverhawk and Thundercats and yeah. I think all boys cartoons. Okay. And then you know, I, I noticed you did a Marilyn Manson too. That's pretty cool. Oh, that has, that has a very funny story <laughs> behind it. Well, you tell your My funny husband, story about Marilyn Manson and I'll tell you mine. No, it's, it's like I like Marilyn Manson. I've been a fan since I was in middle school. And my husband, for my birthday last year, gave me a fitness ball because I like that. Like the fitness ball and the being silly. I'm, I'm always dancing and singing in the house. And we, I did the makeup and I started taking pictures. And we install the fitness ball and I'm like oh my god let's use the strobe <laughs> the strobe light and I got super excited and I did a whole video of me dancing on the fitness ball as Marilyn Manson oh how cool and is that video available <laughs> yes. it's out there somewhere on your YouTube maybe um it's part of it is on my Instagram alright I encourage everyone to Go stalk Ms. Murder Doll Ivy on her Instagram and find that that video. That's pretty cool. All right. Now, in case you didn't know, all right. Uh, Marilyn Manson was born January 5th, 1969. I was born January 31st, 1969. He was born in Ohio. I was born in Miami. But he did go to high school in Fort Lauderdale, Western High School. I went to high school in Fort Lauderdale, Western High School, the same years that he was there. I never knew him, Brian Hugh Warner. I never knew him, but in ninth and 10th grade, he went to my same high school. I did not find this out until my 10th reunion when I was DJing the party and the people said, oh yeah, Marilyn Manson went to our high school, but he did not graduate from our high school. So he, I think he went to St. Thomas uh, Aquinas down, down the street in, uh, in Fort Lauderdale, but in ninth and 10th grade, supposedly... Brian Hugh Warner, Marilyn Manson, went to Western High School in Fort Lauderdale, Davie, Florida. Wow. How about that? Wow. I never met him. I don't know him. (laughs) And then you get to dress up like him, and you look just like him. So cool. All right, so what was your first cosplay? My first cosplay... Um... Like a good one or no, your first or, one, like when you're a kid in in school and I mean in your underoos or watching cartoons, I consider that a cosplay. Oh, in Puerto Rico, I always dress up when I was teaching because I think you should keep your the kids entertained. But I didn't start cosplaying until I moved here. No, 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 no. Uh, Tell me everything about the teaching and dressing up. To, like how? What did you do? <laughs> okay, one of one story I can tell you. Please. One, I was teaching kindergarten, and they had the kindergarten graduation, and I did the whole graduation dressed as a clown. Best I, graduation <laughs> ever. <laughs> I, there's pictures. My, I think my mom has them. Like but, what kind of a yeah, clown? I am. Like uh, a normal, <laughs> normal clown. Like the one with the big rainbow hair with the red nose and the face paint? Yes. Big baggy yes. clothes? Yes. And the kids, were they scared or were they happy? They were laughing so much. El payaso. <laughs> yes. Mira ese payaso. Exactly. <laughs> that's clown for, that's clown that. for the English-speaking people's. <laughs> but it it was really funny. So I I used to do things like that. And what I year was that? Dress up. Oh my god! <laughs> I I don't remember. It was like two thousand, probably four or five. Yeah, and you were living good in in Puerto Rico, the shining star, in San Rico. Juan. Yeah. And the kids, did they come up and take pictures and tug on your nose? Yes. That's cool. Yes, they it because it was like a circus theme graduation, oh. and I am see the whole graduation like that. Okay, and 
See, now that's fun. That is fun. That, you know, I don't cosplay. And I say I don't cosplay, but every time I do these events where I get to DJ or at least I get to be a part of the events, I dress up in some way. Like a lot of times I'll, I'll put lights on my clothes or, you know, just take, take some battery operated whatever, uh, you know, lights and, and light up my suspenders and my bow tie and, and put glasses on. But I don't think I do an actual cosplay. But a cosplayer mm-hmm. recently told me, yeah, that's a cosplay. You're dressing up. You're you're pretending to be somebody else or you're transforming yourself from your own person. What do you think a cosplay is? Ivy. I, as long as you dress up and play the role, everything can be cosplay. Because there's gossip cosplay, there's cross-play. Cross, uh, cross um, you don't have to actually build a super complicated armor cosplay to call yourself a cosplayer. I did that something with borrowed clothes and so many people that my first first cosplay here in Florida was Marceline from Adventure Time, and I was just wearing my regular clothes. Oh, Adventure Time! That is so cool. <laughs> so yeah, I, I think as long as you go with the with your role, with your character, or with what you want to show, or yeah, show people. That's cosplay. You don't have to. I think that's very, very misunderstood because people, the cosplay community is very divided between what is cosplay and what is other things like boudoir and and what is not cosplay. I think there's there's not a definition of actual cosplay. Right now is everything. Now, what made you become Marceline the Vampire Queen as your first official cosplay? Um, I love Adventure Time, and I love vampires. Okay, okay. Now, how did you get into Adventure Time? Was it because of the kids, or were, is it just on your own? My kids. Sure, My kids, yes. sure it was the kids. <laughs> I, yeah. I think you got I, in on I it think. all on your own. Okay, so so Marceline the Vampire Queen, okay, you did this cosplay for what? Why? Uh, Tampa Bay Comic Con here in Tampa. Tampa Bay, yes. Been there many times. Uh, Home of Bert, Bert, uh, was it Bert? Oh my goodness. The the actor. Oh, Bert. uh, Wish. Oh, Bert Reynolds, that's it. How did I miss Bert Reynolds? (laughs) Oh my god! I thought that's what you were going to say, but I wasn't sure. Yep, yep, yep. He's the the home of uh, well, not the home, but certainly he's from you know Jupiter, Florida, or lived in Jupiter, Florida. But Tampa Bay is all about Burt Reynolds. So, all right, so you did that for a Comic Con there, and that was what year was that? That was two thousand twelve. Two thousand twelve. That's when you said you started cosplaying. Yep, that, that sounds about right. And then, and then, how did you keep going, or or did the kids get involved in it? Well, my kids liked it, but now they're older, and well, my daughter was making like kind of a cosplay today, and my son is sixty, almost sixteen, so he's like, now I'm just wearing ears or something silly. He doesn't full cosplay anymore. Um, but we watched cartoons together, and I tried to. They, most of the time, they decide what what I wear. Oh, that's They're cool! Like, Mom, you should cosplay this. Mom, you should cosplay that. So you have and, some agents there, some advisors. Yes. yes, one is nine, and the other one is fifteen. So Not, I have from. Yeah. From like small, like small, small kid cartoon to my oldest son that is more hardcore, <laughs> you know, into video games and things like that. All right, so we did Marceline in 2012. What was the next cosplay? Do you remember? I uh, yes, I did Jessica Rabbit, and oh, I've done cool. Jessica Rabbit since then. 
You're not bad. Like You're just her. drawn that way. Exactly. <laughs> See, I, I, I misunderstood. <laughs> <laughs> Jessica Rabbit. Very good. Classic cosplay. And you did that one, I'm guessing, for another Comic-Con? I did. I did it for Megacon. Wow, you remember. So these are these are like your little babies that that, that you, you put together and, and you remember them from 2012. And what was the next cosplay? Do you remember? Jessica, Jessica Robbins was for um, 2013. Uh-huh. And we did a family cosplay. I was Misty from uh, Pokemon. Yes. And... Oh, my son was Ash, my husband was Brock, and my daughter was Pikachu. <laughs> How cool is that? You got the whole family, the family that cosplays together. That, they together. <laughs> and this is 2013 in that time? 2013. That was for Tampa Bay Comic Con 2013. Then um, 2014, I did... Morgan, right? 2014. 2014 or 15, I did Morgan from Dark Stalkers. Wow, I don't think I'm familiar with that. Oh, she's my baby. (laughs) I'm remaking that one next month. Okay, okay. Exciting. Well, I see that you you Uh, know a lot of the same cosplayers that I know. You have Poetic Steam Hippie and and uh oh she's awesome yeah my goodness this is wonderful so okay so okay and we go where do we go from here um i don't know i don't video games cosplays i don't anime cosplays now i'm really into anime okay and horror cosplays because i go to a horror convention every year here what are your favorites? What else? What are My your favorite cosplays? Yeah. What? Are, yeah. What are your top five favorite cosplays that you like to do? Jessica Rabbit. For sure. Um, Morgan. Okay. Um, I like. Oh, I did Demona from Gargoyle. I love that one. Demona. Wow, these are, yeah. you know, I love cosplayers, but I, 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 I just, oh, I, I, some of the things I, I don't even know where they're from. And, and yeah, I'm that guy walking <laughs> around going, wow, where is that from? That's an amazing costume. But I, yes, now yeah, I know so- where Demona is. Do you do with the feet uh, and the, the cape and everything? The red hair? I'm sorry? Do you do it with the, the, the feet that are. She she's kind of a like a demon, right? Yes, she has a, like a crown, and she has like a an eighties hair. And I did it for Dragon Con. Oh, I imagine you I were a hit. Where, yes, I got interviewed by by a, um oh my god, cosplay in America, and I was like freaking out. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I know this weekend you're going to be a, a big hit for sure. Are you Are you bringing the whole family? No, I'm not because of the moving thing. Yes. I was going to stay in time. And I'm just going to be by myself. Well, I, I'm, and lonely. I'm so happy that even though you have all that going on, you still made the time to be a, a part of Heroes and Angels. And like I said, uh, uh, Brandy Bullock was talking about you on a podcast uh, previously, uh, probably I think it was Thursday, and we we were chatting about all the cosplayers that were coming. She's very excited to have you there. I'm, I'm excited to have you. I, there. Appreciate that. I really appreciate that. When I saw what what the cost was, I was like, I want to be there because I have two kids and I have family that who died from cancer, mm-hmm. and. I that was something is something that I am really really aware and scared of, and I was like, no, I need to help. And I I said that from what I whatever I sell, I'm gonna donate part to the cost. 
Oh, that's exactly what happened. She said she needed a DJ, and I said, I'm there. I'm there. You got me. I, th- I think you got me was the exact words that I said. So I, I'm going to try to get there as early as I can because I have uh, an event the night before until three in the morning. But uh, I, I'm, oh, wow. I'm going to go go right home and get some sleep and then try to be there as early as I can. And I, I know I want to be a part of the, the Heroes and Angels. So, that yeah. okay, you've got some great, great cosplay. Uh, I'm so happy to be talking to you. And I know we're going to chit-chat a little bit on Saturday for sure at the Heroes and Angels yes. Comic-Con. So yes. um, what other tidbits of information can you give to cosplayers that are that are trying to get involved in cosplay and, and perhaps even make some kind of a, a, a side job or a little bit of a living off of it? Just be very, very positive and be very welcoming of people. Um, this community can be great or can be really tough and just be part of the solution a part of the problem i think if we work together this hatred that's going on and you know what's dividing us as cosplayer will just do exist and i think the more the upcoming cosplayers know about how to deal with peer pressure and the body positive movement. That's very important. I think we are going to improve this community because it's a very, very strong community and it's here to stay. Yeah, from what I see, cosplayers that, that I, I know at least uh, are build each other up and just, just love each other and they're always meeting up, at, you know, having lunch together, having a little party together, uh, getting together at different cons, uh, you know, all over Arkansas. I know we don't have one every weekend, but at least once a month in Arkansas, there is some kind of a con, a con going on. And uh, I'm, I'm happy yeah. to be, you know, a small, tiny, tiny part of it. And I'm, I'm happy that, great. Oh, I'm happy that people li- like you come to get involved, especially with the heroes and angels comic-con that we're getting involved in on saturday and uh please uh, if you if you're listening to this get get involved if you're in anywhere in the arkansas area and you want to meet murder doll ivy and uh she's not as scary as the name might suggest murder doll (laughs) we haven't even gone into why why murder doll why murder doll so i'm terrified of dolls i don't like dolls i don't like shocking (laughs) And there was this band, the Murder Dolls, and I'm like, oh my god, all these Murder Dolls that I don't like, like for example, Shocky Annabelle, and I, it's sick, it's sick to me. Like, let's use, oh my god, my god, sorry, let's okay. use this name and then my name because I don't know, I I didn't see anybody had having it. I saw a lot of Ivy Dolls. And I wasn't going to be the same as everyone else. I like to be different. I'm weird. I'm very shy. And I'm like very different. Well, you'll be happy to know that I heard on on another podcast that they're remaking the Chucky movie. Although Chucky is not going to talk. And and that's the rumor. Uh, No, Chucky's voice is uh, by Mark Hamill. The new Chucky? Yes. (laughs) <laughs> okay see you've heard more than i have already i just heard this last week on a podcast so i guess the things are changing always changing you never know what you're going to learn oh my god no my my husband made me watch the trailer because he got so excited because it was mark hamill and I was like i don't care if it's mark hamill or who but i don't like shocking period it, there's a funny story Please. When I got married the first time, I went to Hawaii for my honeymoon. Yes. And we rented a car and drove like in the to the middle of Hawaii, the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And there was this little shack, like I I don't know, it, it was a weird weird house, like very very old, and they were selling antiques. And we well we were nosy. We wanted to see what what's what's up yeah. and there was this giant giant oh my god giant 
chucky doll, uh, like life size. No. And I left. Yeah. <laughs> I was, yeah. yeah. I go to the other. Fun. How about no? Let's walk the other way now. Run. <laughs> and it was from an antique shop, and you know they have the the natives there. What if it, it was actually um, haunted? No, no, no. I left. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I gotta go. I don't. I don't care if you don't believe in haunted. I'm out. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my yeah. goodness! I, 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 when I was a kid, they they gave me a, a little doll that was just a little clown. You put a little record in his back, and he would sing a song in Spanish. And we called him Pepe. And I don't remember what the song was. In fact, when I I got it, I don't think that the record played too well, so it was always. <laughs> I go get that away from me, get it away from me. So my grandma had to keep that thing, and she, I, it's still, yeah. It and I, when the Chucky came out, I used to play with my friends and 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 go around the corner and scare them. Ah, yeah, yeah. But the little record in the back. No, 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 no thank no, you. No, 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 thank you. My bed is my bed is a platform, and it's because I don't like to put like my feet near the the edge of the bed in case there's something underneath it no i'm really i'm really not, no no <laughs> no no there's there's a meme that i've seen where you have your whole body on the bed you're safe you put one little toe off the bed no you're gonna get murdered that's it you're done no <laughs> okay all right so we're getting a little a little bit about what what goes on in the mind of murder doll ivy any other tidbits uh, of information? Oh, do you have any other hobbies besides uh, the cosplaying? Traveling. Traveling. Where have you been? Oh my god! Everywhere. Oh, everywhere. What are the the, the, the bright pins on your map? Oh my god, Europe! I've been to Ireland, um, England, France. Germany. Jealous. I've been to Jealous. Hawaii. Jealous. I've been to Canada, Mexico. Jealous. Um, all these. I go to Vegas every year. Oh, jealous. I love Vegas. I'm jealous. <laughs> I'm no, sorry? I, I've traveled. I've traveled around this country, and that's about it. The closest thing to another uh, country I've been to is when in the 80s, uh, Key West seceded from the Union. No, it wasn't even the 80s. It was the 70s. Uh, Key West seceded from the Union. And called themselves the Conk Republic. So I went to Key West when they said, "Oh, that's it. We're not part of the United States." So. Oh my God. Well, that what, what they were doing. The the mayor of Key West, he said, uh, "You know what? We're not getting enough money from the government. So let's secede from the union and apply for foreign aid. We'll get more money." Of course, President Jimmy yeah. Carter at the time said, "No, no, that's not going to work." So two days was about the, the as far as that went. He sent the army down there and said, nope, nope. <laughs> oh, my God. So that's the closest I, I've been from, of being out of the country. But, uh, oh, my goodness, you are well-traveled. You've been all over the all over this planet, uh, or pretty much, anyway. I, I, I really like it. It's, I like to learn from other cultures. I like to learn other languages. I like to, to meet different people. Um, one time we went to... California, we brought the kids, and we decided to cross the border on yes. foot. Oh my, no, yeah. don't! Oh, you could get in trouble. No. <laughs> so what happened? <laughs> no, no. Um, we wanted to, we wanted the kids to experience what they they go through in the border, and they we saw people getting arrested. We saw people trying to cross the border with drugs. They keep all that. Um, like you guys are lucky. Yeah. Look all we have, and look how these people live. And I think they it helps them appreciate what they have more. No, I believe that. And a lot of people have this controversy with this wall, and the wall is just going to keep people in. I, I think as soon as as soon as they they get into the country, it used to be that you know the Mexican people would come over, they would do some work. And then they would go back to Mexico and be with their families and, and have a little spending money. And now with the border security being strengthened as, as it is, I don't think the, the Mexicans are going to be able to go back and forth as easily 
as as they used to be able to. So it's just keeping the people in, really. It's a very complicated matter. It, it is. I, it is. It is. And I'm not fully... Ab- yeah. I'm, I don't have the full um, insight on it. Please. Exactly. And it, it's sad because, like, Puerto Rico is not so different from the United States. But it's still a different culture. And I don't see the difference in like the world should be should should work work together. I don't see the difference in in the like you as human beings. And that's why it's so sad about the wall. And it's not the United States fault, but I think other governments like Mexico and Venezuela, they should, something has to be done with them. Because if these people are risking their lives to come to America, it's because their countries are doing something really, really wrong. I wouldn't risk my life to go to another country if I'm living okay. No, so I, the, the problem is not the wall. It's, it's mostly what's going on in those countries. I have to agree. I have to agree. Same. Same. Ivy, I'm learning a lot about you. Yes. I'm learning so much. <laughs> and my listeners are learning so much. I'm so, so very excited to... But meet. I'm not a nerdhead. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You said you were... Uh, you went to college. So, uh, I as a I college student... <laughs> no, I, you're, you you seem like you're, you're well-educated. You're a very bubbly person. You always have a smile on your face, at least in your photographs. Uh, I've seen some of your, your little video clips... And they always make me smile. So I'm sure you're making other people smile in 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 the world, uh, just watching you progress. Awesome. Oh, for sure. And I'm sure that that's part of what you're doing. I mean, the reason that I I came up with this podcast, what makes you famous? I mean, I have a, a radio station called Radio What Radio What dot com. So I figured, you know, it's not what makes you famous. It's what you know makes you famous. Everyone has a story to tell and i've got a little piece of of your story and and it seems like you have a good family life a good life that's going on and you've got your 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 uh situation with your uh uh was it you said bipolar or manic depressive yeah that you you know that's under control Yeah. yeah and and you got a good husband good kids and i'm i'm so excited for you and so happy for you and you well traveled that's a, a wonderful thing. So it, it just, you have to live your life to the max because you never know if there's a tomorrow. And if this is not like YOLO situation, I think YOLO is kind of do whatever crazy thing <laughs> you come up with. This is more like if you have the opportunity, just take it. Don't think about it because my husband and I, for example, has is like models and it's like if we have the opportunity to see an artist to go somewhere we do it you, you don't know when it's gonna disappear like what happened with the with Notre Dame thank god we went there right. <laughs> and we saw it and, and, and do you realize that the, the the French people are very mad that they're gonna rebuild that Notre Dame because the French people are, are having problems Oh my God! I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. This is something that I've I've heard that you know they're they're very mad that the government's going to be spending money on that rather than on the people. So I I posted that on my personal Facebook, and I got a lot of backlash um, from people saying that that will bring a lot of jobs from to, for the people of France. And yeah. I say, yeah, I understand that, but. I wish that people had the same, um, to say that, like wanting to to help other causes too, not only uh, a monument. It's fine. It's beautiful. It was amazing. But yes, look look how all the, they collected all this money. But when there's somebody in need, you have to do a GoFundMe. You have to do a 
Teleton or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you have to, I, I try to look at it from both sides of the coin because, yes, if you bring this, put this monument back together, there will be jobs. Maybe you'll have more tourism. And that maybe that was the reason, one of the reasons that people came to the, 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 that part of town to begin with. But then you do have all these people that are impoverished right around it. You know, that, yeah. uh, two sides to every coin, right? It, it, it's it's yeah. tricky. It's a tricky situation. And I try to look at it from both I, sides. I try to look at life that way, that hear both sides of the story and I think that's why I'm so easygoing and so I don't care. I I'm, I don't worry that much. It's because I like to to see the positive side. And I learned that from my husband. See the positive side of each thing uh, or each story or each situation. Oh, yeah. <sighs> Very enlightening, Miss Ivy. Thank you so much. My goodness. Uh, I, I'm, I'm so, so, so I'll say I've said it before. I said it again. I'm so excited to see you this weekend at the Heroes and Angels Comic Con. So any hint on what you're going to be dressed up as? Yes. Uh, I decided to go with Belle from Beauty and the Beast. How nice. Of yellow and gold. Big and yellow and dress. I know it's the colors of the cup. Yes. <laughs> Yes, how beautiful. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing Thank that. Thank you. Miss Ivy. Thank you so much. Oh, my goodness. I, I'm, I, we've gone through so much today. Oh, this, just this last yeah. hour is, is wonderful. And, and I've learned so much about you. And, and thank you. And I hope to learn more about you for sure this weekend. Yes, thank you. Thank you. It's been, like, really fun. I, I was nervous. I was super nervous oh. but it's been great talking to you no need all right well how do they how do the people find you on social media or in on the um, web out there everything is under my name um Margaret Ivy on twitter instagram i have www.mergerdoivy.com and I'm starting a podcast. <laughs> hey, winner. Everyone should start a podcast. Everybody. <laughs> I is to talk about my cosplays and my friends' cosplays is it's called Dollcast and it's on Spotify right now. All right. First episode. And also I have my modeling pages, which is under Ivy Stollhouse name dot uh, com. All right. Well I'll definitely put those all in the show notes and Oh, I'm so excited. Man, Murder Doll Ivy. Thank you so much for coming on the What Makes You Famous podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'll see you this weekend at Heroes and Angels. See you. Bye-bye. Bye. Party people, that was Murder Doll Ivy. That's what I'm talking about. Everyone has a story. You never know where the story is going to take you. I had no idea. I see this nice lady. She's doing lots of cosplay coming down my feed on Instagram and Facebook. And I had no idea. She has a story to tell. And you just heard at least a little part of that story. I'm so glad that she's taking what could be a negative and turn it into a positive, helping other people that have similar situations. So, yeah, I encourage you follow Murder, Murder Doll Ivy at MurderDollIvy.com and find her on Facebook and Instagram. And if you're interested in her modeling page, it's Ivy'sDollHouse.com. Whew, that was a good story. Thank you, Murder Doll Ivy, for coming on the What Makes You Famous podcast. If you want to be a part of the podcast and tell your story, give me a call at 501-470-6386 or email info at radio what.com that's it for today's episode i've been keys dan with radio what.com dj little rock.com peace i'm out of here radio what the music you want hey guys this is shelly g with a fast fact in the movie father of the bride annie and brian marry on january 6th but in the opening montage of father of the bride 2 
there is a framed invitation of their wedding, which states they were married on October 9th. Do you have a fast fact? Share it with us at Interactive Radio, RadioWhat.com. Be on Radio What. Call 501-470-6386. Say your name, where you're from, and you're listening to What? The music you want is on RadioWhat.com. <laughs> 